0: realize be like like what you do with pixie fair is incredibly niche but i'm sure cinnamon loves every day like she can't believe that she gets to make enough money to do what she wants to do around something she actually absolutely loves
1: this is the e-commerce leader a show for you the owner of a thriving online business in this shorter episode, we bring you our hot takes on topical and central e-commerce subjects. Fresh from our expert panel, Chris Green, Jason Miles, Kyle Hamer, and myself, Michael Vizi. Let's jump in. Smart e-commerce operators know that net profit is the lifeblood of a business. Better a small and profitable business than a large one which earns no money. The Profit Habits Workbook by Jason Miles gives you 17 specific proven profit-taking actions. For a limited time, we are sharing this valuable resource with our listeners completely free. Download your 60-page workbook and start making your business more profitable today. Just visit theecommerceleader.com forward slash profit habits. That's theecommerceleader.com forward slash profit habits. Hey folks, welcome back to the e-commerce leader. We're having another fun panel chat today with uh, Chris Green Kyle Hamer, Jason Miles, and myself, Michael Veazey. Today, we're talking on a couple of topics. Uh, one is really what it took for Jason to be in a position of being a top 1% Shopify owner, and uh, somebody recently got in touch with an offer for the business, and that sort of made him reflect on, you know, their journey to get there. And then Chris's uh, simple uh, injunction to experiment your way to success as an entrepreneur, why does that work better than some more artificial process? So, uh, we hope you have fun listening to it, we had fun recording it, and we hope you enjoy the show. You are the founder of a top 1% Shopify store.
2: Yeah.
0: I mean, that's, is that in your Twitter bio now? No. It
2: sounds like marketing to me.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's the hook. What's the floor <laughs> of the No, you know, it's interesting. I guess the, the question that it prompted in my mind, the early mover advantage, you know, we started on Shopify in June, 2023. Sorry. June. 2013 so that would be you know we're coming up on 10 full years of being on Shopify platform and uh, yeah it's been a long journey but you know what we started with in terms of what Shopify offered back then was an amazing offer product product offer Shopify was just incredible in 2013 and now it's just so much more i mean it's just so to me that was it's fascinating so you know we had early mover advantage we've had a long standing site now at this point in a niche that's relatively ours to operate in because it's such a small corner of the internet, but obviously not a small traffic corner of the internet. You know, I mean, I, I uh, what that says to me, what that paragraph says to me is you can't find a small enough niche to not be profitable and to not, you know, do well in these days. The, the universe is so huge of potential buyers. Go find a small niche and then just totally serve the people well, and you know your site traffic and metrics will reward you for it. So that's my—I mean—that's kind of my meta topic on the on what 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 that meant to me when I read it. You know,
0: Jason, I got a I question guess. for you. As a one percent, as top one percent, so if you just had a hundred people, you're the best out of one hundred people. Ninety-nine uh, people, yeah, just theoretically, just so for people that are listening, ninety-nine people are not doing as well as you. What would you say you're doing better versus like is how much is first mover advantage how much is luck? how much is there's really nothing special to this guys? I just do the work and the other ninety nine there's probably a bunch of them that are trying to shortcut I probably yeah. think it's not it doesn't take this much or what or they're blaming external circumstances or you know, they're giving an excuse about why they aren't the top one yeah. percent but you know, do you like what would you have to say to them to someone who's like Oh, but you must be like some hardcore, amazing ninja,
2: just killing it. We are, or is it not that? No, it's not that I wish I was that clearly not (laughs) our ClickFunnels results. Websites prove that we're not that good at (laughs) that, but you know, the challenge of e-commerce is that it's two or three things in combination that make a success emerge, you know, you have to have a product concept that is a good idea. And, you know, it's interesting as we do consulting, we'll hear people say ideas to us. And I'm like, oh, well, that's just a bad idea. We just like, but from their mind and their heart, their soul, they are riding a pony. That's like, they're, they're going, they're like, I'm, this is my racehorse. I'm riding this. And from an outside observer, you're like, bro, that's just a horrible product idea. But do they yeah. take your advice? Well, I mean, or yeah, sometimes it's, it's how hard.
0: often do they not, because like, where I want you yeah. to go with this is: What's the advice to the ninety-nine people who are not the top one hundred percent? Yeah, what's I mean, your I advice guess. to someone who says, "Hey, yeah. someone t- with a top one percent Shopify store told me the idea is bad." Well, I'm going to do it anyway. Like
2: when? How can we get people to actually take advice from people who've been there? I think it's a Venn diagram or two or three things in combination. One is a good product idea, and the second one is, foundationally, with decent marketing. You know, I'm you know I'm not a marketing guru whatever i don't have ninja skills what of any variety but i know the basics start with a building an email list you know have have a domain name that's you know helpful in terms of seo build a brand you know these are basic foundationals of the marketing component of a business and when you bolt those fa- just the basics onto a good product idea yeah you're going to get good traction so let me sense. let me add into that so someone who has seen jason operate
0: for years now, and work with them. I would say one thing that he does execute on at a high level is he understands the blocking and tackling of the basics, and then just executes on it relentlessly. Like I think the secret of Pixie Fair was that you guys established some core fundamentals in your business for marketing, like email marketing, list building, contests, stuff like that, and you just did them, and you executed them on on a weekly basis, where other people would have given up, you know, nine years ago or nine. Point six, you know, years ago, they're still here ten years later doing the same things. Consistency, I think, that yeah. consistency over time allowed them to build the beast that they have today and fix the Fair in their niche.
2: Yeah, yeah, I guess that's right. Yeah, and I'm, I'm bringing it all back about. to what we
0: talked about at the beginning. Like, I think this is kind of perfect. Like, Jason, you didn't chase this because it was like Kyle talked about earlier, a big opportunity, yeah. right? This is very niche, but your wife had like a very personal connection to it, right? This isn't something Jason Miles was like, you know what? I think there's probably a big opportunity in, in a digital market. Like, no, like it, it kind of presented itself, but you had personal uh, interest and passion behind it, you know, in your, your unit of you and your wife and, and put in the work, but it, it, you didn't chase it because it was the biggest opportunity out there. And I I see a lot of people trying to chase opportunities. I'm going to be the next AI guy. I'm like, no, you're not. Yeah. I had people messaging me. You should start a competitor to Ticketmaster. You see how they messed up Taylor Swift. I'm like, I can't build the next ticket master. Yes, that's a big opportunity. Big opportunity. That's not my opportunity. I'm going to do that. Right. And we could all laugh because it's, yeah. a, it's such an absurd example. That's why I want, I want to realize, be like, like what, what yeah. you do with Pixie Fair is incredibly niche, but I'm sure Cinnamon loves every day. Like she can't believe that she gets to make enough money to do what she wants to do around something that she absolutely loves. You know, and that's where I think a lot of people need to get instead of chasing big opportunity.
2: Yeah. Yeah. The riches are in the niches, as they say. And, you know, that's never been more true. So yeah, it is a hard, the the product, finding a product is absolutely the hardest part of any Mm -hmm. e-commerce venture. Finding the right product that will serve you as a business owner well, and obviously the end user Mm -hmm. well, and that you have some point of differentiation, some point of unfair advantage or, Mm -hmm. you know, access to something special. That's the hardest part of the whole game. The Marketing stuff has become, you know, there's a million gurus out there. They'll teach you every part of marketing you can want to learn. There's, you know, there's service providers out there will do everything for you. There's no barrier once you get the good product idea. But if you don't have a good product idea, nothing
1: else matters, you know. So there you have it. Just to double down on what you are saying about talent and passion, Chris, I think that for me as an outsider, and I've met Cinnamon briefly, but looking at the business, it, it's clear that there's an exceptional talent and exceptional drive going on on the actual product side. And I think that's something that people overlook because they look at a big market and a trend. And as you say, Chris, well, first of all, you know, ticketing may be a big trend, but it's not for you because you don't have the skill set. But even more importantly, just because something's big, that doesn't mean that you can take a piece of that market. Yeah. And the bigger the it is, the harder it is to cut through the noise. So the quality of the actual core of what you do has to be, I think, very high in any market that isn't tiny, and even in a tiny market to really dominate it, as you have, Jason, as you said, you still got to obsess, somebody in your company, someone's got to obsess about the product.
2: Yeah. 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 And, you know, honestly, if you're struggling to find the, a good product for the long-term. Maybe you're looking for the wrong thing. Maybe don't look for the product, mm-hmm. look for the artist. Who's pioneered right. something really unique and just be their marketer. Just cut yeah. a deal with them. And and you know, you turn into the marketer for somebody else's genius. And uh, there's there's no there's no dishonor in that. I mean, that's a path to, you know, a a good outcome where you just realize, "Hey, I I can't pick a good product. I've tried it 10 times, I failed. Maybe I just need to find somebody who can." You know, Obsess over a product enough to make it really interesting to you. Yeah. So I think everybody has to explore their own mindset in terms of what they're good at and not
1: good at, and and uh, stay in their swim lane in terms of what their core skill set is. You know. Yeah, absolutely, and that that's exactly what I'm doing in my next venture. I'm working with somebody who's obsessed, really obsessed. He's got a law degree and he's also a manufacturer, so he's very obsessed about details on the product which is just not my bag, and I'm going to focus on marketing and stuff on Amazon. I will see how it works out. But even if this doesn't work out, the division of labor and the personality types makes sense to me. So yeah, you're absolutely right. I think. Chris, take it home for us. I don't know what's what's cooking in your mind. There's always, you're always on the cutting edge of something. So what's going on in no, the middle of like- Chris Greenberry? Veteran e-commerce operators know that net profit is the vital lifeblood of a business better a small and profitable business than a large one that earns no money the profit habits workbook is designed to give you 17 actionable specific and proven profit-taking actions you can implement them at your own pace and let the power of this trusted framework revolutionize your company the profit habits workbook makes profit improvement a fast and efficient achievement for a limited time we are now sharing this resource with our listeners completely free with no strings attached. To download your 60 page workbook and begin your journey to a more profitable business today, just visit the ecommerceleader.com forward slash profit habits. I like talking about what
0: Jason had gone and, and you were talking about. You know, it's all interesting. I you know to give advice to anybody that's listening to this, they kind of like might be like, oh there's a lot of information here. Where, where should I go with it? It's to try a bunch of different things and also to, you know, eliminate any preconceived notions that that they may have about what constitutes a product or how you can bring value to the marketplace. And I do think that that's kind of a nice niche that I fall into pretty well, where someone's like, Hey, I want to make money on the internet. What should I do? And if I talk to them for 20, 30 minutes, find out what they're good at and explain them how they could turn that into a business with either print on demand product or service offer, and then use social media to find people who are already talking about this and market to them and help them for free. It just takes time. A lot of people they kind of push back at that because they don't think it's real. They don't think it's possible. They don't think anybody's actually doing that. But everything, that you know, they can try everything that I just talked about for free and they can see if it actually works and they can see who are actually doing it. But there are a lot of two going to be true kind of offers out there or opportunities out there, you know, I, to me, especially around the print and demand world, and I'll, I'll give you guys something new here at the, I had an idea for something yesterday and I've been working on it all morning. Generally, when I help people learn to scan products to resell on either eBay or Amazon. Books is an easy one because they all have barcodes. They're easy to ship. They're easy to identify. It just is what it is. And you can see the prices on Amazon with any number of skin caps. I would frequently tell people, go to a thrift store or a book sale and spend hours there and literally scan every single book, every one, because you're going to learn what is not good. You're going to be like, oh, all of these romance novels are bad. Ooh, all of these types of books are bad. All these cooking books are bad. So now you're not going to pick up as many cooking books. You're not going to pick up the romance novel. You're not going to waste that time. It's going to increase your percentage or your probability of getting something that, that is good. And I was like, you know what I can do? I can just publish a book with 2,000 different barcodes and pictures of books and screenshots and little short explanations of why this is good or not, because it has that day or not, that Amazon is a seller or not, the sales rank is too high or not. And then you can just get this book from me and stay at home and scan a 1,000 books and do your homework. You don't have to go to a store and do any of this. Why did I think of this years ago? AM it's going to be a great kind of bonus extra thing that you need to print out yourself or you can get the published book from Amazon. And if you pre-order my flip game book, you get access to this. I don't know. I haven't like finalized the offer yet. But like for whatever reason, I am super excited about this as kind of first mover, as no one's done this before, as it's innovative, as people are going to really like it. All of these things. Now, will it be a big opportunity monetary-wise? No, I don't think so. I don't think I'm going to make a million dollars by people downloading a book full of barcodes, and they're going to sit in front of their TV and scan barcodes for three hours. But it's going to help a lot of people. And it's going to be a great example of how you can use print-on-demand to create a product. You can then sell direct or supplement or offer as a bonus, use as a free lead magnet, all of these different things. And that's when I get more excited because when I have to do the daily, okay, I need to work on this. I need to write an email and send it to my list and exclude my cold subscribers. Like, oh, kill me. That's not fun, not exciting. I do it because you have to but man, it's so much more fun to do the fun, exciting, innovative type things. So I'm working on that. So that gives anybody an
2: idea what they can do.
0: Knock yourselves out.
2: I love that, man. I like mm-hmm. that a lot. I said you have a copy, but you're your not, not going
0: to go through it. 2,000 bar Do you have an affiliate codes. link for that tool. <laughs> Jason, which is a great example. We are like, hey, that sounds cool. There's a big opportunity there. It's not my skill set, but I... Could be an affiliate. I can promote something and I can make money by promoting someone else's stuff to an audience that I know. Like, Like that's where I, I just scream at people. Plug yourself in in the right spot. Know yourself. Just like we talked about with Kyle's topic earlier. Know what you want to do. And then find an opportunity and plug yourself in. And don't be like, I have to be a CEO. I have to be a number one. No, don't. The number three at Facebook is super rich. Okay? And no one knows his name. I do <laughs> so much sure or somebody but yeah. The number 20 at Facebook is super rich, right? And no way it his Like, you don't have to be the guy. Right. Mean, unless you want to be the That's guy, then, um, you know, it's a different journey. I,
1: I'd be very happy to sell somebody else a, a book of 2000 barcodes and never look at it myself because no offense, I don't want to scan 2000 barcodes, but I like the idea already because you don't have to go into a shop. I hate going to shops, So retail arbitrage is never my bag. Not, but well, it just has been shoot go ahead. So I was going to say... Uh, Shutting down Chris when he's in mid, mid creative flow, a very dangerous thing to do because they come out with fantastic marketing ideas, but we've all got to head off. So we've got to say a big thank you to today's expert panel, Carl Hamer, Chris Green, Jason Miles, I've been Michael VZ and thank you so much for listening to the e-commerce leader and don't forget to subscribe in your favorite podcast player to the show.
0: Bye. Bye guys
1: veteran e-commerce operators know that net profit is the vital lifeblood of a business better a small and profitable business than a large one that earns no money the profit habits workbook is designed to give you 17 actionable specific and proven profit-taking actions you can implement them at your own pace and let the power of distrust framework revolutionize your company The Profit Habits Workbook makes profit improvement a fast and efficient achievement. For a limited time, we are now sharing this resource with our listeners completely free with no strings attached. To download your 60-page workbook and begin your journey to a more profitable business today, just visit theecommerceleader.com forward slash Profit Habits.